one. Ladies and gentlemen, how about them? No, not Cowboys. How about them? No, not even the Browns, even though they had a good game yesterday. How about them Panthers? That's Lenny's team right now. We're going to get a little no, bit more into it. Not a chance. Dude, you, you're, you're loving them right now. I'm you cool are really loving them. I am. I know you are. Well, give us a little bit of an intro and then we can get straight into this awesome show that we have today. Uh, Welcome back to the Highly Debatable Sports Show. Um, We have Matt Wright back as our co-host. Hopefully this becomes a weekly thing, uh, depending on our busy schedules, but we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. We're passionate about the NFL. Yes, we We like to do the show. We like to have fun, talk about interesting topics regarding the NFL. Amen. Week two is about to finish up tonight with Monday Night Football, Lions versus Packers. Lions pulling off the upset. You got Lions in this one? No, I don't. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm giving giving the people something to talk about. I am. Just giving them something to think about. But today we're going to cover some interesting topics regarding week two. Uh, What's a team that has surprised you this week, Matt? Um, man. I'm going to go with the team that I said you're pulling for, and I'm going to say the Panthers. Man, I um, I I I I really doubted them. I'm I'm not yeah, gonna did. lie. Yes, I really did. doubted them. I said the Panthers gonna be are gonna be no different than Sam Darnold and the Jets were. I mean, he he's still trash. Like he, like he's still no. he's still bad. No, he's still he's gonna not. play bad. No, he's and not. he's he stepped up. He has absolutely stepped up, and I'm I'm surprised. And their defense, man, their defense stopped uh, James Winston. Dude, they they put an absolute halt on Alan Kamara. That man could do nothing. They had zero run game, um, zero passing. Honestly, um, James James Winston got in there. He ran one in. Um, don't think he had that great of a game compared to the game that he had last week. Um, I was talking to someone. And I was like, this surprises me almost um, as much as him throwing five. How do you throw five touchdowns, but at the same time have 179 yards? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So um, the Panthers surprised me. I think if they get another win this upcoming week, um, I, I think they're going to be a, a pretty good contender in the NFC. And uh, another team that surprised me is the Broncos. Um, I think that they can start this season with three going three, you know, I don't know if that's a schedule thing and they've just been playing some pretty bad teams the first three um, weeks, but uh, Broncos, I I think we got to watch out for them too. But other than that, what what about you, man? Who, who surprised you? Uh, I would say the Panthers, but they didn't really surprise me because this is a team that I picked as kind of my dark horse quote unquote pick to have a great year. I think yeah. Sam Darnold had a bad rep back back in New York because the Jets. I mean, the when Jets have we seen just... a successful Jets quarterback from like the year two thousand and five on? I mean, Mark Sanchez had a good year, had yeah. had a good year once, but I mean, we see what happens with him, and it's something we both agree on. We both think Zach Wilson is an excellent young quarterback, but look how bad he looks in that Jets offense, and it's. 
it's a so play. bad for him, bro. It's I a feel play, so honestly. It, they're kind of like the Browns of this era. Like the Browns used to be like, you just go in there and that culture is a curse. I mean, you, you see Johnny Menzel went in there, cursed. Um, yeah. Colt McCoy, straight from an amazing tenure at Texas, he goes in there, cursed. Um, so I, I think the Jets are that new team where it's like, bro, anywhere, anywhere but the Jets, anywhere but the Jets. And, and they just got a culture right now that's like, yuck, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think Sam Darnold, he, he showed some flashes in the Jets' offense, and I think Zach Wilson yeah. will too. But until the Jets fix something, I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, they've got a new coaching staff this year, so I think their fans have some high hopes going into the future. But Sam Darnold in this in this new Carolina offense, he's got, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, the best receiving back in the league to throw to whenever he wants to. He's got Robbie Anderson, his old Jets teammate. We talked about it in last week's show. Last week, yeah. DJ Moore is an excellent receiver. That kid, got, holy crap. Everyone was talking about, don't start DJ Moore this week in fantasy. And the kid still balled out, bro. Like he yep. he still had a great game. But I think a team that that really surprised me, and this may sound kind of odd, but the Colts. And it's weird. It's not like I was gonna bring them up. I was gonna bring them up. I wouldn't say that their offense necessarily surprised me. I think their their defense did a decent job of. Like Containing that bleeding, yeah. Stafford, yeah. And Stafford still had an excellent game. Don't get yeah. me wrong. In the Rams, he still balled out. Yeah, they still move the ball with ease. Yeah. But that that uh, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, and Jacob Eason are both. Yeah. I mean, Wentz is definitely the better option. But yeah, we saw we saw some flashes from the Colts. I mean, Michael Pittman yeah. Jr. probably had, I would say, the second biggest game of his career behind probably. last year's game against the Titans. He put up over 100 receiving yards. So, I think that he can Castle be – Castle had – Oh, yeah, uh, another touchdown. Like another touchdown. I think he had about 58 yards uh, receiving. Yeah. And he had a good – I mean, all these all these players that are coming in for the Colts offense are backups. I mean, they have, like, two wide receivers that are main wide receivers that have been hurt. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're still excellent. I mean, I think that the Colts line looked insanely good. Um, yeah. Aaron Dar- – uh, Darnold was contained pretty well. I mean, he's still he's still going to get his. I mean, he he he's m- one of the best players on the defensive side of the ball in the NFL. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. I, I think there's another. I think there's another person on that team that can take that away from him this year. Yeah, um, possibly, but well, we can get into that. We can get into that later. Um, but I mean, the the Colts' offensive line. I mean, I think that's the most room that Carson Wentz has ever had to just stand in the pocket, step up, and make throws. Um, there was one play when um, oh, Quentin – there's there's one star offensive lineman. Quentin um, Nelson. Quentin Nelson, yes, thank yeah. you. It was on the tip of my tongue. I just couldn't get it out. Quentin Nelson had no one to block because the, um, the Rams were kind of like falling back, and he just knocks this guy over – and it gives, like, the biggest hole I've ever seen Carson yeah. Wentz get through. He just steps up, makes a throw downfield, and um, sets up a scoring drive for him. And, I mean, that's something that I think is amazing and did surprise me, too, 
I mean, the Colts' offensive line has been hyped up for a little while, but I haven't really seen anything from last season or week one. And I think this was probably the best game that the offensive line had. Um, so, I mean, I like that pick. I don't think it's weird. I think, I mean, I think it's good. I think they have the pieces together to be okay, but this was something that I was going to try to get our way into, and you brought it to a good segue, is Carson Wentz. Another yeah. in, another injury. I almost feel bad for the guy because I feel so bad for him. Yeah. Look what he was able to do his within his first three seasons in the NFL. I mean, took the yep. Eagles to the playoffs a couple times, went down with some very unfortunate injuries. I mean, Nick Foles took over, won the Super That's Bowl. That's such a good story. That's such a good story. It is. But that, that entire season and run was set up by Carson Wentz's play. I mean, he was 100%. MVP level. And then, and then he just got kept hurt. Getting, yeah. And I think what what was the downside to the injuries was limiting his mobility. Because if you look at him, he's he's a big guy. He's probably about six five and he's huge. When he came into the NFL, he was a mobile, somewhat mobile quarterback. I mean, he yeah. can run. He could extend plays with his legs, and that's something that the Eagles really needed in their offense, and I think it's something yeah. that the Colts wanted in their offense because, I mean, their past few quarterbacks, yeah. Jacoby Brissett, somewhat mobile. I mean, Andrew Luck and, actually was – Andrew Luck mobile, had to be – he had to be mobile. He had to run all over the place. Yeah, but Carson well, Wentz, yeah. is, I, don't, I don't think he's got it anymore. I don't – Maybe he still has the arm, but I don't think he's ever really had the decision-making. And now that he can't really run as much as he used to with these injuries, I think he's kind of just meh. He's yeah. he's a very, like, low-end quarterback nowadays. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't I'm going to show Eason the list of either. do what? I don't think Jacob Eason is a good option either. No. So no. I, Like you said, he had – some flashes yesterday of um being able to like get the ball down the field um yeah but we were talking about injuries and i wanted to show the colts frank wright said that he he rolled it pretty bad and he's gonna have to go uh under some some tests before a crucial three-week matchup against sure. tennessee um i mean that that's pretty that's pretty rough uh, another very, very important injury, um, Andy Dalton. Dalton left in the first half with an injured ankle, tried to come back and play, but un, uh, ultimately left again just before that. I saw this morning on ESPN that it might be an MCL tear, so Justin Fields might be the guy the rest of the year. Yeah, they're going to have to – they're going to have to hope that he can yeah. step Do up. Something. Because yesterday, yeah. from what I saw – I mean, he can get out of the pocket, but the thing that you find out as a mobile quarterback when you come into the NFL mm. is you're going up against linebackers who are on – That are just as fast as you. Yep. They're just, They're just as, as fast, fast as, you. as you. Some of these guys played, like, running back up until college. Yep. You look at, like, Miles Jack for Jacksonville. I mean, that guy played running back and linebacker at UCLA. So did Eric Kendricks for the Vikings. But you have – nowadays in the NFL – to be a starting linebacker, like to drop back into coverage and stuff, mm -hmm. not like a pass rushing linebacker, not like mm -hmm. a Khalil Mack or an edge rusher, but to be like a true linebacker, you've got to be able to run like a 4-4 four, four to 4-7-40, four, and you got to be able to chase down these quarterbacks. Dude, so yeah. Justin Fields, I, I pray that he doesn't 
yeah have the same fate as someone like rg3 yep but yeah. i think that he might it's amazing that lamar jackson hasn't gotten hurt yet as much running as he it does is. he's i think he's tough he's he tough. is tough um broncos bradley chubb um josie jewel i mean not really star player well i mean bradley chubb is but like nothing really we already talked about um the colts Dude, we were we were texting yesterday during the Browns game. I almost had a heart attack when I saw Baker holding his arm, limping off to the sideline. Oh, dude! But he played the rest of the game. Only had two incompletions after that, and he balled out. Um, I didn't like. Go ahead, go ahead. I think it was. I think it was on his non-throwing arm, though. Is is where he got hurt. I think it was his left arm. So Dude, he, I mean, put a hit. Way, he put a hit on the guy that caught the interception, though. He did. And Baker's tough and he's got yeah, tenacity he and he's always yeah. going to play that way. But always. And makes a good quarterback and a good leader. He does not want Baker Mayfield doing that ever again. Never again. No, no, no. I don't, I don't Somebody need it. I love it. Wrong. I love it. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you are like the piece to this offense other than Nick Chubb. <laughs> You gotta stay healthy. I think Case Keenum can get in there and do do a good job too. But I mean, I'd rather have Baker. And then the big one, we are already without uh, a number one wide receiver in the NFL uh, for the Browns, and that's OBJ. And now we have Jarvis Landry out with a knee injury. Um, his first catch of the game was great. He just got hit wrong, and he landed wrong. And hopefully, he is not out long. Um, the only thing that I heard from yesterday was that he's going to get more tests. Um, and an M- MRI. So hopefully, fine, prayers out to him. Hopefully he won't go out long. And hopefully our boy Schultze uh, can uh, step up. Schwartzy. Schwartz, no, he won't. He, he's got burners, but he doesn't have the route running or the or the physicality that he needs. No. I think but the last one, though, yeah, I, I think got... that he's fast enough. But, yeah. I mean, Donovan's Peoples-Jones – He's good, but the one that stepped up yesterday in place for Jarvis, my boy Higgins, Rashard Higgins. Yeah. He trains, oh. he trains with him in the offseason. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. He's getting the same reps. They're all getting they're together. All tight. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. I think the last one, and this one, I hate to say the most exciting, but it's the most exciting because something crazy is about to happen, I believe. Uh, Tua Tagovola um, got carted off the field after a hit to his ribs. And um, it says that the x-rays came back negative. But if he's, like, super hurt and can't play for a while, I'm looking right here to see if Deshaun Watson is going to make a yeah. move to get to the Dolphins. I was waiting for it. I, yeah. I was thinking that yesterday. It's something that a lot of people aren't talking about, but they were talking mm-hmm. about before the season started. Yeah. It just depends. I mean, the Texans are wanting a lot for Deshaun, yeah. which I get because with Deshaun comes a lot of a lot of publicity, negative publicity that you don't want for a team. But you're yeah. getting a great player, and I hate I hate all the off field stuff that's going on around him. And I think that it's it might plague him. I don't know if he'll ever really have a normal season again in the NFL. Something that you I mean, don't want to see. Such you know, a bright young star in the NFL and then just ruins it with off-field yeah. stuff like usual. So, 
sucks. But hopefully it's best for him, best for the, the whole legality situation with all that. Um, and then I think the only other one that I didn't show, but, I mean, is to be mentioned, is Tyrod Taylor because we're talking about the Texans right now. Yeah. That poor guy. He comes out. He's balling. He is leading his team, bro. He look, He looks like a star quarterback. I mean, he is. Everywhere he's played, he's done well. Yeah. And uh, hamstring injury. And uh, Davis Mills comes in and helped the boys out. But, I mean, um, thoughts and prayers out to Tyrod, too. But, I mean, other than that, I think those are the, the biggest injuries. We wanted to kind of do a, an update from yesterday. And I think that's I think that's all from my side of the update and injury update. Other than that, I don't really have any surprising teams. And I think that uh, so far from last week, my picks were 10 and 6. Um, so I'll, I'll reevaluate week two's predictions um, tomorrow. And we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I love picking the games. I've, I've been pretty close. The only game that I think I picked wrong might have been Vikings-Cardinals. I might have picked the Vikings as an upset, but I think I picked the Cardinals um, because I honestly think that the Cardinals – Kyler Murray is one it's of the numbers – he is so one of the good. number one quarterbacks in the NFL right now. He's so good. I mean, it's he unreal is, what, what we're seeing. Dude, and we said it last week, and I watched the Cardinals game yesterday, and I watched the Ravens and the Chiefs game yesterday. And the one thing we talked about last night is that Lamar gets stale and old. I mean, you know he's faking the handoff, tucking and running. There's no pizzazz. We said last week that – Kyler Murray is just a better Lamar. And Kyler Murray runs all over the place. But guess what? Yep. He still gets the ball downfield. I mean, I'm done. I'm done making comparisons of Kyler to other players. I think he's in his own lane right now. He, Kyler Murray his, is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. The, his one first, of the best. His first touchdown yesterday to Hopkins. I mean, he he got the snap, took off right, like bounced off of his O lineman, did like a 360 and, like, evaded probably three or four defensive linemen and just threw on the run, like, like a crossbody, dropped it in perfectly to D-hop. And it's something that we don't see a lot. I mean, nobody's he, extended plays like that. My, my opinion right now, he has one interception that was a pick six. The only interception he has so far is only week two. You're going to have some mess-ups, okay? Um, he's an MVP candidate, in my opinion. Oh, One sure. million percent. One million percent, dude. Um, dude, he had that one throw yesterday where he just oh, evaded yeah. everyone and then just chucked it down the field to, to Rondell, um, Moore. Rondell, Rondell Moore. Moore. And he's a sleeper. Rondell Moore? Dude, oh, yeah. he's he only on like 17% think... of uh, teams uh, on uh, fantasy teams. I think he came out of Purdue. If I'm not if I'm not wrong, he came out of Purdue. But the thing with him is he's only like five foot seven. <laughs> they might be the shortest team in him. <laughs> I mean, he is he is a speedster, and that's all he needs. I mean, I guess he's tough, and he, his brother is actually a rookie receiver for the Jets too. Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore's brother uh, hmm. is. 
the Jets, he was a pretty decently high pick in the draft. Oh, well. I don't, Did not I don't know remember that. his name. Rondell and uh, I'm drawing a blank. But, yeah, it was like the first pair of brothers that have been drafted in the same draft or something like that in a couple of years. But it's pretty pretty cool to see. And they're both studs. Like They're both built the same. They're both super. Super fast, really tough. Yeah, they're freaking so. studs, dude. Holy crap. And it was a 77-yard touchdown. Yeah, and if you look That's... at it, Kyler threw it on the like on the run, threw it kind of to the sideline. Rondo Moore came back to it, caught it, turned around, and still got up the field to score. Just like that. It was easy. Dude, it was easy in, our, in our league, um, where like I have like all like the different settings like crazy, yeah. Rondell Moore had eighty five points, and he was on my, and he was on my bench. I didn't I didn't play him. ESPN said that he was going to be a bust. He, he yeah, said he you was don't listen be a to bust. those guys. You don't listen to those guys. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show everybody this play really quick, and then we can we can get on to the top five. Yeah. Um. But man, we were just talking about this freaking play. Can you see it right now? Uh, yeah, it's popping okay, up. Okay, okay. Dude, look at this. This is insane. Evading, two sacks, two more players, chucks it down the field wide open. Look at that block. Christian, Christian yeah, Kirk. Christian Kirk. Super Christian good Kirk with the ball. as well. Yep. 77 yard touchdown. That's legendary. Dude, I just want—I just wanted them to show it again. Look at the fans going crazy. That was—I think this was probably the best game, other than the Ravens and the Chiefs game. From the Ravens and the Chiefs games was electric from the very start, but this game right here was insane. Okay, they're getting ready to show it from a different angle. Look at Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson can't do this. Lamar Jackson can evade it, and then he can run, but he—I don't think he has the arm talent to get this ball down the field. 77 yards. Mm-hmm. No, cross body like that? No, not a chance. Feet off the ground? No, that's that's impeccable. Look, Patrick Peterson got burnt by his old team. Just burn him. Burn him. And I think, I think the Cards have probably one of the fastest striking offenses in the NFL right now. I mean, yeah, they don't yep. – they, they'll pull you to sleep with like two runs and then they'll just bomb you. Kyler will just stretch a play out and just bomb you deep. He's just so good. He's just so good, man. Dude, and that's a trend that I'm seeing out of a lot of teams right now is yeah is what I call as a Madden player mm. we call them broken plays where, <laughs> where yeah you hike the ball and you're getting rushed really fast so you got to get out of the pocket and take off running and then a wide receiver will have to break off his usual route and try to find mm-hmm. an open hole in the zone and quarterback just hits him and it's a yep. big gain every time you're exactly right bro. That, like, look at that, that happened that, in the Chargers game. We talked about it with Keenan Allen and um, Mike Williams. I mean, it, it's happening all over the NFL. I mean, what what you name the team, the wide receivers doing it, trying to get through. The only team yeah, that's look, look at the Travis Kelsey touchdown from last night. Mahomes rolling out of the pocket to the right, throws back across. Yep. Kelsey catches it for what should have been a three yard gain, and then scores like a fifty yard touchdown. Forty six um, yard touchdown. Or the one where Lamar Jackson like jumped over his offensive lineman and threw it deep. Yeah, I mean that's that jump pass one. was sick too. It was. That was nasty. That was nasty. Dang. See, I could just talk about the little things in the NFL for for hours, but yeah. I mean, our next topic is the top fives. We've been thinking. I've been at least thinking about this all week. 
Um, do you want to go first or me go first? Yeah, I'll go I've first. Talking, for yeah, I've, I've been talking all day, so you, you go ahead. I'll go ahead and shout out our sponsor, uh, Powerade. Powerade, yeah. Uh, you can go ahead and grab Powerade Zero. It's a great drink. Hydrates you. Get your mind going for the podcast or whatever you need it to be going for. But, yeah, not actually our sponsor, but no. in the near future. Hopefully. We need to I'd have our, our, our PR team talk to talk to Powerade yeah. about that. Yeah. But on to the top five, and we're just going to cover probably skill positions. And then yeah. as a collective. I've got on mine, like my sheet, I have um, wide receiver QB, tight end, running back, O-line, safety, defensive yeah. back, and then D-line. Yeah. I kind of okay. just grouped up safety and – and corners into one for we can do that that's fine yeah all right so we'll just go like one position at a time i'll go ahead and show my quarterbacks i've got my paper over here Um, we going back and forth yeah okay my number one is i mean there's really no other option patrick holmes i mean kind of what's yours what's your number one um first of all i just want to say patrick Mahomes is is a a great option um, you what? You didn't take him, did you? You didn't put him I, on, did you? I did not put him <laughs> on. Oh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell All you right. why. I, I love Patrick Mahomes. Okay, we just talked about it last week. I was talking about it to my dad um, last night. Patrick Mahomes in September, f- before last night, was 37 and 0 in September games. He's thrown 34,000 yards, 35 touchdowns, zero interceptions, okay? Zero interceptions in all of yep. September, undefeated, 30-some games for five seasons. But I am going with uh, Tom Brady. His That's QBR his, his, his QBR right now is 117.8 for the year. Yesterday, he threw five touchdowns, no interceptions. So, on the year, his TD to interception rating is nine to one. He threw four TDs in the game versus uh, the Cowboys on Thursday night. He threw five yesterday, okay? He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. He had had about 400 – no, he had like 386 – on that Thursday night game, and yesterday he only had like 279. So he he's rounding out about the 500 yards over two weeks. Um, his completion like rating right now is is insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's I, 80s, 70s, 80s. He is insane. Like the amount of time that he has in the pocket. It's the pocket presence, really. It's, I mean, he's got time because that offensive line is really insane, but it's yeah. also the fact that he's been around for, I think this is probably what year 22 for him. I think this is year, this is year that, 22, and he is still as good as ever. Yeah. And he's they, just, he knows how to move in the pocket. Okay. He, he's got a presence about him where yeah. he can just step up in the pocket. I mean, he knows it's like a, like a sixth sense for him that if he, he's got a, at the end, yeah. coming at his back, he just steps up every time. Like it's, it's okay. second nature to him. He I got the, I got the stats wrong. I got the stats wrong. He has two interceptions, and he he does have touchdowns right now. He's in the lead for nine. 
his yards right now is 655. So he's almost at yeah. 700. Um, but I mean, I could, I mean, we can argue back and forth. We can debate back and forth Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. As long as Tom Brady is in the NFL, he is going to be the number one quarterback. If you can look at your offensive coordinator and say, no, I know what play I'm running. I don't want, I don't need your help right now. I need to go down here and win this game by yourself. He's a coach. He's a coach on the field. Patrick Mahomes can do anything. He can, he can lead his team back just like Tom Brady can. But Tom Brady is a coach, is a Hall of Famer on the field. And as long as he's in the NFL, that's how it's going to be. And yeah, I, look, I know you're smiling because you know I'm right. <laughs> no, I'm bro. Right. No. Listen. Okay. Listen. Uh, this has to encompass top five at every position, encompasses everything. Encompasses, uh-huh. like, I don't know. Like, if you, I think the beauty of Tom Brady and what, makes him so good is he's not a, I mean everybody says Tom Brady's a system quarterback you could say that and he fits wherever he goes I mean he fits into their scheme because they build mm-hmm. their scheme around him hard not to you couldn't I don't think you could just place Tom Brady on a team like the Dolphins or somebody that doesn't have as good of an offensive line and he's not going to eat like he does True. on the Bucks. But if you put somebody like Mahomes in that offense, I mean, he's still throwing 40-plus touchdowns because that man has the mobility and the arm talent to make plays. And Tom's still got a cannon. Don't get me wrong. He's got got a rifle on him. He still has the fastest release time out of the quarterbacks, too. Yep. All right, go ahead. That's that's just my opinion. You've got Patty Holmes, and I've got Tom Brady. Okay. Uh, Running back next. Um, are we gonna do running backs, or are we gonna? You want to finish off our top five at the quarterback? Oh crap! I forgot. I thought we were just doing one. Um, yeah, okay, I'll just, so, burn, I'll just burn through the rest of my top five real quick. Go ahead. So, I mean, they're, they're gonna be similar. We, they're gonna be similar. Yeah. Go ahead. My number, my number two is Tom Brady. <laughs> After all that debating, my number two is Tom. Yeah. Uh, my number three, Russell Wilson. Still up there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Number four. Uh, I think he's getting a lot of negativity from week one, but Aaron Rodgers, I mean, take it for what you want. He had a bad game. Everybody he's has still certified. Games. He's still certified. He's still, yeah, he's still got an arm on him. I mean, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. Number five, you could pretty much put many, like several different guys in here. I mean, this yeah. season, Derek Carr is probably a top five quarterback this season in the first two weeks. Yeah. But I've got Josh Allen because I think this encompasses more than just week one and two of the NFL, I think he stepped up this over from he last year as well. Yeah. yeah, he's a big, big guy. Makes the throws that you need him to make. He can get out of the pocket, whatever you need him to do, really. Who, who Are you, you ready for mine? The rest of yours, yeah. All right. So, obviously, Tom Brady, number one. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. You gave a good, uh, a good encouraging message to me about a uh, good old Patrick. So I'll put him at two. Number three, um, as of right now, I think I got to go with um, Derek Carr. Yeah, my top five is from two weeks. But that's okay. all I'm doing. Yeah, that's fair. My, my I'm top doing five it from, is from two weeks. Kind of feeding it, feeding over from last year a little bit. But. That's fine. That's fine. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm doing mine from the first two weeks, and I got Derek Carr. 
Um, he has absolutely, and we're going to get into this later, um, but but he's led his team. He's led his team twice to in the end of the game to get the job done. I've got him up there. Um, I also have at number four, I have my guy, Kyler Murray. Um, he is leading this team. Um, I think that their offensive line is sus. And at the end of the year, <laughs> that, <laughs> at the end of the year, it's going to cost them not going far in the playoffs. Um, they're going to play a defense that's going to be battle ready and hardened, get pressure, and that's going to cost them um, when they get into the playoffs. And then number five, I like to go Josh Allen. I got Where's the exit meeting button at? This guy no, no, is on no, here. No, no. I mean, if you guys didn't know, Matt's basically like, like the Hurricane Case Valley. Like West Virginia version of Max Kellerman. Oh my lord! Don't ever, don't ever, know. don't ever give me that ever again. Um, but no, listen, I love my boy Baker. Yesterday he had two incompletions after the interception. Okay, he went out there, he balled. The first week versus Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, who've been back to back Super Bowls, he went out there and he balled out. I don't care what you say. Listen, he went out there and balled. I hope he only baby. had six incomplete incompletions in the whole entire game. He had over 300 yards. They're a run-heavy offense, but when he yeah. needs to ball out and throw the ball, guess what? He balls out and throws the ball. He's got a cannon. And, and yesterday, yes. yesterday, um, oh, crap. Miles Garrett, okay, from the Browns said, Baker Mayfield is Brett Favre 2.0. He's better. Jeez, that's a stretch. He's better. Dude, what are you – what? Oh, hey, that was Miles Garrett's word. Lunch? That was Miles Garrett's word, not mine. I had Did you say minute. he's better than Favre? He's going to be better than Favre. Yeah. He, he will be better than Favre. That's great. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we just got our thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just got our thumbnail. No. Baker Mayfield, if he's better than Brett Favre, and I will literally – I don't even know. I'll do something get, crazy. I will, get a I will tattoo. Stand, get Baker Baker Playmaker tattooed on your arm. I will stand on the corner of the street with a, a Baker Mayfield jersey on and a sign saying, Baker is the GOAT. Amen. You said if it. If he man. ever surpasses Brett Favre. But that's never going to happen. He will. This is Brett Favre. Dude. Don't get me wrong. Brett Favre, Brett Favre is one of the GOATs. He he's one of the goats at quarterback. Yeah, yeah he is. I think Baker's yeah, got him though. He used to break his receivers' fingers. On yeah, so does, ba so so does Baker Mayfield. So does Baker Mayfield. Probably. I mean, Baker does have a cannon. Don't get me wrong. And I like Baker. He's my starter in fantasy. So I obviously have to root for him because I, I know need you the do. points. Come on now. The upside of Baker, I think he's got potential to be a Brett Favre type quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to surpass Brett Favre, mm. but what <laughs> somebody get this man a map? But I Baker throws little to no incompletions. Yesterday he threw two incompletions through an entire game through twenty plus passes. I mean that's hard. That's hard to do in the NFL. Talk to me. It's really hard to do. And talk to me. His his touchdown numbers aren't up right now because. The Browns' offense isn't like a beat you over the top type offense. They're gonna they're gonna run the ball, run the ball right up the gut. They're gonna make some passes, get down to the ten yard line. 
and they're going to run it three times in a row with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And they're obviously going to get touchdowns off of that because either way, I mean, Nick Chubb is a top five running back in the NFL. And Kareem Hunt, if you put him on another team, he's a running back one. Kareem Hunt's a running back one on any other team that he's on. So I don't know. I think they're, they play smash mouth football. Kevin Stefanski's got a really, really good program over there. But I think Baker, Baker doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care about getting his touchdown numbers up because he, he loves that team so much. He so, loves I mean, to can... win. He is, he is more interested in winning football games than he is about stats, money, anything. That's why he hasn't negotiated a new contract yet. Yeah. He, said, he said, we'll worry about the contract after this season when we win the Super Bowl. I can, I can put Baker top seven in my list, but whatever. He's not the next Brett Favre. He's All right, let's do running backs. Field. Okay, running backs. Let's let's speed through them. All right, my number one running back, King Henry. The king, he came back this week. I mean, it's unfair to have a six foot three running back who's probably close to six foot five with cleats and pads and all that stuff on that can run a four 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 three forty yard dash and run the ball down your throat. Just put a hand in the middle of your chest and just absolutely toss you five yards and yeah. then run another 40 yards after breaking another three tackles. Yeah. So not much else I can say about Derrick Henry. He's he's the best in the business right now. Yeah. Uh, but my, my number two is Christian McCaffrey. He's having a I don't know, it's it's not a slow start to the season, but I don't think it's slow. It's a consistent I just think that- start. He, he, he no longer is the only piece to that offense. Yeah, I agree. So they're, spreading, they're spreading the wealth around. That's why it's kind of like he's not getting those big numbers like he's used to getting. And he's still getting about probably 120 all-purpose yards a game, which is really excellent. I mean, that puts him on pace for <laughs> yeah, for that's crazy close to MVP season again. Yeah. But at number three, I know he got shut down this week, but Alvin Kamara, that dude is – just like we said about Aaron Rodgers, one game. Yeah, I'm. I'm really big on Alvin Kamara, and I have been since. Same. I mean, he was he was an Alabama recruit, went to Bama for a season, then transferred to Tennessee, showed off at Tennessee, got drafted, probably I think second or third round by the Saints. He came in. I drafted him in fantasy as a rookie, late round. Yeah, and he was a two back. Him, yeah, he was a two back at the Saints because they still had Ingram. Yeah, and he still balled out his rookie year. I think he won rookie of the year that year. But I'm I'm just really big on him because I don't. It sounds funny, but it's kind of like just the kind of stuff that I like. I was watching a sports science segment back when they used to do it on Sports Center all the time. Yeah, and they did it on Alvin Kamara, and they showed that his like juke and spin move was it wasn't the fastest, but it was like the most. It's almost unbeatable. It was the most efficient. Is what I think is what they said, and he times this so perfectly that it's almost like if, if it's a one-on-one situation, yeah, you're touching you're touching grass. If, yeah. if Alvin Kamara's, he's getting there, getting the ball, yeah. So four. my number four, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. I he know can't you like not that be one. on. The, he cannot not be on the list, man. Number five. This needs to be normalized. All right. Okay. This man okay. needs to be normalized. David Montgomery. He's nasty. Yep. He got he got shut down yesterday. Yeah. 
But he, that happens. But he's nasty. He ran hard against the Rams' defensive line, who can be arguably one of the best defensive lines in the league. I like that pick. Um, and also, I'm going to go five, four, three, two, one, because I'm agreeing with you. He he's my five. He's my five back. Um, because I think that his production level is almost on par with all of those guys. Just when we look at the end of the season, they're all going to have a couple. Uh, of the same numbers, but there's going to be one above the all, above the rest of them. Um, my number four is actually your number three, Alvin Kamara. Um, they've got another back that's been doing workhorse stuff, and Alvin Kamara has kind of just been catching passes the first two weeks. And, and listen, I'm only going off the first two weeks. Yeah. Um, number three, Nick Chubb. Um, I'm surprised he, he, you didn't have him one. The only reason I don't have him one is because Christian McCaffrey, if you've watched his games, is still Christian McCaffrey. Like, yeah. he, he's still having electric runs, breaking off for 20, 30 yards. Um, Nick Chubb, I mean, he, he, he'll he do it in the rest of the season. He has multiple 90-run uh, touchdowns at least every year. Um, so, at the end of the year, Nick Chubb possibly could be number one. Um, but I – I have him at three because I still have a grudge where he fumbled the ball. <laughs> the ball. Yeah. He doesn't fumble. Dude, he he hardly ever, ever fumbles. Um, it'll happen, you know. You're running back, you're going to fumble at some point. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last night, his very first yeah. fumble in an NFL game ever. So, it, it's bound to happen. Awful yeah. point of the game to happen, though. But Unfortunate. Unfortunate yeah. timing. Great play by, uh, I think the guy's yeah. name is O.A. For yeah, Baltimore rookie. Yeah, the, the rookie showed up last night. The young guy showed up last night for the Ravens defense. Number two, I'm actually going um, the King. Say his name. Say his name. At two. Listen, first week he did nothing. First week he did nothing. He came back. You shock me with his first pick. Yeah, it's at Christian McCaffrey. Oh, I thought you had McCaffrey. Already, never mind. That's no, no, fair. no. That's fair enough. Yeah. I said McCaffrey's one, and then I kind of want the two. Um, but yeah, number two is Derrick Henry. Number three was Alvin Kamara. So yeah. Four was no, no, no. Four was Alvin Kamara. Three was Nick Chubb. Two is the king. One is Christian McCaffrey. Um but yeah, I, I have huh? I, I think we can agree that the best running back in the NFL. Is Lamar Jackson. I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to be rude and I'm, be I'm like, just I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I was I was gonna say number one, Lamar Jackson, but I that is not it. No, but yeah, I mean unsubscribe. Yeah, but I, I think that um it's gotta be Christian McCaffrey, number one. His first two weeks, he's had great numbers. Uh Derrick Henry's only two because his first week was bad. Um he bought out. First it was time. bad in terms of Derrick Henry, but it was average. He he didn't play good in the first quarter against the Seahawks, um, but he he's the reason why they won that game. Um, Jamal Adams, two hundred plus yards, all purpose. Yep. Yeah, yep. three touchdowns. I'm pretty sure too. So yeah, and then uh, Jamal Adams was like literally the only person that could tackle him. That man plays his guts out, and um, he went from probably my fifth on week one to number two because of his performance in week two. So, yeah, that's my uh, running back. Wide receivers, 
I'm ready for this one because I, I think right. we can go a couple different ways, but you can go first. Yeah, there's a wide receiver is a very diverse category because you have so, so many big. different types of receivers. You've got yep. these guys who are route runners. You've got the speedsters. you got the guys who are just going to go up and moss you. So it's, it's kind of a toss with all these guys. But number one, DeAndre Hopkins, most reliable hands in football. I mean, I, you may have a different number one, but I think we can I don't, all agree. That, yeah, I, don't, I debated in my guy. mind putting the, uh, Devontae Adams, but yeah. I'm, all of these picks have been week one, week two. He's, he's, not, he's not even top ten right now. And, I mean, that's kind of Aaron Rodgers' fault but he's not top 10 with me right now. Well, my number two is Devontae. And I, okay. I think that's in part – he's fast, don't get me wrong, but he's actually got a basketball background, which is very interesting. And if you watch him off the line, he's doing a lot of stuff that mimics a crossover in basketball that's True. absolutely shaking these cornerbacks out of their shoes. And then he's just – Looking like Brady McGrew out there. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Brady. <laughs> Might have him on an episode someday. Love that, uh, yeah. Number three, Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Probably he had a good game. My had opinion, a good game. Probably the best route runner in football. Okay. In, in my opinion. I think the combination of speed and route running ability that he has, and then just that dog mentality is you can't cover him. You can't cover him. No. Number four, uh, this is a guy that I think his quarterback does a lot for him, but it's Tyreek Hill. Uh, I think Tyreek wouldn't be as successful if he didn't have a strong arm, uh, strong arm quarterback like Mahomes, but he's still probably the fastest receiver in the league. And yeah. he's a decent route runner. He's got good hands, but Mahomes makes him look really, really good. And yeah. number five, this is probably somebody that you'll have higher than me, but Keenan Allen. Okay. Keenan Allen, he is – we said it last week, him and DeAndre Hopkins are the only two receivers to have over 100 receptions in the last three seasons. So Back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Consecutively. So yeah. that's my top five. I want to reiterate this, and I'm gonna, you're, you're probably going to get crucified, but I just want you to understand, this is from the production that I've seen in week one and week two. That, that's it. Yeah, I, I know what's coming. I think I know what's coming. I already said D Hop is one. Yeah. Okay? Your last guy, your your last guy is my two guy. The way that I he, said, yeah. The way that he has been splitting the defense, the 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 cover two, even being double teamed, because I mean he's that number one wide receiver. Um mm-hmm. and the way that he just gets in between it, kind of like we were talking about those broken plays last night. Yeah. Whatever, whatever's going on. If, if Herbert has to get out, he finds a way and he gets those chunk yards. And he's the, I think, the genuine only reason they are getting down the field to score. They've had trouble in the red zone a lot this year, two games. It, they can fix that. A lot, a lot of room to fix. But I think a lot of those chunk plays are because of him. Um, he might not be getting insane amount of yardage like Mike Williams for the Chargers is getting. Mike Williams is the deep ball guy. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But I think he's I think he's a better receiver because of the route running and the quick hands that he has. Um, Harley drops anything. I think he has no, never. this. 
I think he has the second most reliable hands out of the wide receivers that have been named. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, his hands are just uh, undescribable, honestly. I mean, we, we can sit here and talk about so many catches that he's had. Number three, I'm going to go hmm. – this is a hard one. It is. There's a lot of guys you could put put up here. I'm saying Tyreek Hill's my five, just because he he honestly got shut down last night. Um, he did. Marlon Humphrey is a guy that can run stride for stride with him, so it's kind of yeah. yeah. hard for him to get over. I mean, my three and four, man. Cooper Cup has been insane, oh, and I'm yeah. going to put it. This year, uh, this year, since you're basing it on this year, that's a good option. He's going to be my three. <laughs> um, did you see? Did you see how many touchdowns he had yesterday? Yeah, Matt Stafford loves him. Yeah, I mean, he loves um, him, and Cooper Cup gets open. He's like Adam Co- Thielen. Cooper Cup is probably the best wide receiver on that team. Um, mm-hmm. He had two touchdowns. Nine receptions and 163 yards. Just a I'm day telling out you, man. Just a day out on yeah. the field. Easy work. Easy work. Um, I think the, this guy, I think that a couple of years ago, he was a top wide receiver. I, I, yeah. And then he got and then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. I think that he's 100% healthy now. And he's going to have probably around two touchdowns averaging every game. Um with Stafford my, back there, yeah. Yeah. My four, and only because he had a better week this week bef- um, in front of Tyreek Hill, is Stefan Diggs. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, man, it, it, time and time again, he's reliable. He makes catches when it's the most important. The game was really close in the beginning of the Bills and the Miami game, and then Miami kind of lost all the heart of what they were going through because, of course, the injury to Tua. But, I mean, he had a, a pretty quiet 60 yards, four receptions, and one touchdown. Yeah. Um, last week he had a lot of yards, no touchdowns. But I think going on the road, the Steelers just had to step up. And I think that's why the Steelers won that game. But, yeah, yeah. those are my top five wide receivers. I mean, the, the wide receivers in the league right now, you can debate I mean, that any you can debate that anybody is yeah, is top five. You could you could throw Thielen top five. You could throw Justin yeah. Jefferson top five. I mean, yeah. it just depends okay. on the day. Tight really. end. Tight there's ends. only one. There's only one right answer for number one right now. And if you do not pick the same person that I pick as number one, we're, we're well, about here's to have. The deal. Okay. Here's the deal. You might want to fist fight me after this, but like you said, you're basing your top five off week one and two. So I know that you're gonna. I don't. I'm not gonna spoil your pick because I already know. Who go it ahead. Is. Go ahead. Who is it? Rob Gronkowski. Yes, it is. Back. Yes, it is. He's back like he never left. I mean, this man Steve left the NFL. About it. Lost. Yep. Lost weight. Lost weight. Went on a whole different life journey. Yep. Came back to the NFL. And he's back. Yep. He's back last like, year. Last year he didn't look like prime Gronk. Because this he didn't year. They didn't target him last year until the Super Bowl. This year, he looks insane. He looks faster. He looks faster. His hands look better than ever. 
But it, I mean, th- there's my one. When it's my turn, I'll do two. Who's your one? My number one is Travis Kelsey. It's not Kelsey. It's Kelsey. <laughs> it's Kelsey. He said it. He said it himself. Now it's yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's. I just there's something about him. I mean, he doesn't wow you athletically. Uh, he kind of puts you to sleep when he's running a route on you. He's sneaky fast. I mean, mm-hmm. he just he'll put you to sleep running a route on you, and then just burst yeah. out of it and get he's got heart. the separation. And he's yeah. always going to catch it. I mean, I I barely see that man drop a ball. Yeah. And the biggest difficulty defenses have with him besides covering him is tackling him it's his size yeah yeah i mean he carried two guys into the end zone last night on his touchdown yep he's awesome i love Travis. Yeah, that's my number two by the way my for, number for, two. I mean, all the same ways that you just said man he, he's my two my number two is especially this season somebody that's been balling out but in the past couple seasons is Darren Waller. Darren Waller for the Raiders. I mean, this man got drafted by Baltimore originally as a wide receiver. Didn't work out because he wasn't really fast to play receiver. Struggled with a drug problem. Got kicked off the Ravens. Um, got picked up by like the Raiders practice squad. And then some coach in the Raiders organization saw something. Yeah. And praise God that they did because this guy is – been clean off drugs for two years now. Yeah. And he's one of the top tight ends in the whole entire league. Best route, best route running tight end in my opinion. 100%. 100% the best uh, route runner. And I, I think – That's from his receiver background yeah. easily. Yeah. That's, that's my three. Who's your four? We probably got like the same equal four and five. Um, my, my three is Gronk. Rob Gronkowski, oh, okay. and my four is George Kittle. It's George Kittle when he's healthy. He's going to – I mean, if he's not catching anything, he's going to impact the offense by run blocking alone. Yeah. He's – that man's got a heart. Number five is probably surprising to some people, but TJ Hawkinson. That's my number five. Yep. yep. I think Jared Goff and him have built up a good rapport, and I think – I hope he has a big year. He's going to have a big year. Two two touchdowns last week. Um, I I think he'll have two more touchdowns tonight. Um, I think he'll get down. I think they're going to get down the field quick on their first drive, and and he'll catch the first touchdown for for the Lions tonight. Listen, I'm in a fantasy matchup right now where I'm down 18 points, and I have Aaron Jones and TJ Hawkinson left to play. So we'll see. We'll see. Prayers out for you, man. Well, you just basically did all the tight ends, so I'm going to do my O-line first, and you can do your O-line. All right. Fair, yeah. Fair enough. Um, tight ends kind of equal. Yeah. My O-line, and this is the only reason why my quarterback is number one, the Buccaneers have the best offensive line. I want to go with the Browns because, statistically speaking, the Browns last year – and this year have the best O-line. That's the only reason that Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb can break the holes that they can break. And, and a lot of run plays now are designed for zone runs outside. Mm-hmm. Cleveland is one of the only teams that consistently runs well in the middle, in the middle of the 
offensive line. And I know I'm trying – I can't help but make a case, but the Browns are, are number one. But the only reason that Tom Brady's only been sacked like two times this year, the two games, that's such a good percentage. One sack per game is so good. And they protect him so well. And, I mean, this O-line, it's everyone back from last year. And the Chiefs had a great defensive line last year. They People thought that they were one of the best defensive lines last year. They did nothing in the Super Bowl. Nothing. Um, on Thursday, on the Thursday night football um, last week when they played Dallas, people say that they have one of the most talented defensive lines too. Nothing. The Falcons, we – Sorry, the Falcons are trash. They they couldn't do anything to Tom. That's why he threw five touchdowns because he has so much time to throw the ball. Um, we we'll probably have dis- disagreements on this one, but I think that this O line is is special, and if they keep this O line healthy, and Tom Brady's put Tom Brady plays for the next five years, they're gonna be amazing. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, the best offensive line is probably the Bucks as well. They just, I mean, to have Tom Brady as your quarterback, you have to have an offensive line. I mean, there's yeah. no – you don't have another option. No. He's never been mobile. Yeah. I mean, if you if you buy him four seconds in the pocket, then – He's going to make a play. Yeah, that's, that's all you need. Yeah. But I think the Browns are up there in terms of offensive line. Mm-hmm. The Chargers' offensive line very underrated. Yep. And this not this this might sound a little biased, but I don't think it is. Oh, I forgot! I forgot we got to do one, two, three, four, five. My bad. Washington's O line. Yeah. I mean they they gave they, Heineke a great game. Yeah. Clean game. He got sacked a couple times. I mean the Giants do have a pretty solid defensive line. Um, did did a tremendous job. So my offensive line, two, I guess, is the Browns. Um, three, I talked about it earlier to, uh, today in the podcast. I have the Colts. I mean, Quentin Nelson is the leader on that that line, and he does a tremendous job of making holes. And he's kept Carson Wentz pretty clean, um, except for the angle yesterday. But, I mean, that's – yeah. And then four, I'm going to give it to the Rams. Um, they've done a great job of protecting Matthew Stafford so far and giving him time to throw. And then five, I was going to go with the Saints, but then they played yesterday. So it's definitely not the Saints. Um, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. They have three yeah. rookies on that offensive line. One of them is not technically a rookie. He's technically a second-year player, but he opted out last year because of COVID. Um, that's fine. He's a rookie because he's never played a snap in, until um, two Sundays ago and then this Sunday. So they've done a great job of protecting Pat Mahomes. I don't think he's been – I think he's been sacked maybe once or twice. Um, and they've done a pretty good job. There's only been maybe two or three times where he's had to panic out of the um, the pocket – and find a way to, to get the ball downfield. And his only interception in September is because the line, whose rookies really got tired, didn't do a good job of blocking through an interception. Um, and that's my my fifth team. Yeah. 
That's that's a good good five right there. Yeah. All right. All right. Who's your uh, D line? D line. The Buccaneers. I mean, you've got that's my number one too. Indomitian Sue Vita Vea. Um, Actually, probably, no, that's not my number one. That's my number two. I'm probably leaving out a couple on that D line. Uh, you've uh, got Shaq Barrett can come down and edge rush, but he's really yep. kind of an outside linebacker. Uh, JPP is on that yeah. line too. JPP. So they're my number one. My number two, probably the Rams, solely because of Aaron okay. Donald. I mean, yeah. what else can you say? My number three, Chicago Bears. Just keep going. I want to hear four and five. <laughs> What's bad about the Bears? Nothing bad about the Bears. They have a good defensive line. Just keep going. We're here four and five. Number four, Cleveland. That's why I'm tilting the hat, bro. I know. Jadavian, Clowney, Miles Garrett, Malik Jackson. Pretty good. I'd actually probably put them at three and put the Bears at four. Uh, There we go. There we go. Five will probably surprise people. Not really. Washington. Actually, no. Washington, I'm putting Washington at two and then moving everybody else back. So Rams, three, four, Browns, five. Uh, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. It, but Chicago could also be interchangeable with, I mean, yeah. Carolina's got a good offense or defensive line. They got a pretty good offensive line, too, so far. Number one, Cleveland Browns. No Jadavian Clowney, Jadavian Clowney destroys people's running mm-hmm. game. Miles Garrett is going to lead the nation in sacks this year. Number two, Buccaneers. That's fine. Number three, Washington. Chase Young hasn't had that great of a start this year, but he, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's getting get, double teamed every play. He's he's, he's getting, getting double He's get he's getting double teamed every single play. He's going to be fine at some point. That's my number three. Number four, um, the Rams. I mean, as long as Aaron's there, nothing else you can do. And then number five, and this is the most underrated defensive line in the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals. Their defensive line is absolutely insane. I've watched the defensive line for the Bengals two weeks in a row halt any running game out of Dalvin. Dalvin Cook's going to get his. He's Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs. Um, and I'm surprised neither of us said him in our top five. He's, but floating. That's He's floating on the outside. Yeah. Um, it's only been two weeks, and I think the people that have played before him uh, have had better weeks. I think he can be interchanged with Alvin Kamara right now. They kind of have both of the same numbers. Um, but I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals, man, they shut down David Montgomery and Dalvin cook, and they have played amazing defense and really that defensive uh, front has just kind of kept the Bengals floating in the games that they've played so far. So you took the Browns at number one yep. over number Washington two. and Tampa. Yep. Dude. You're, you're, you're going to see why it's, it's only been two games. They've played amazing. You, give me your, you give me your, uh, do you hear oh, that out there? I think the people are chanting bias. Right, I think I whatever. hear it out there. Whatever. Whatever. You want what do you want now? Defensive backs slash safeties. 
yeah. is what I'm grouping mine together into. I'm just I'm just gonna do the best secondary defensive player. I just in on one. Number one. We might we might have the the, the same number one though. Jalen Ramsey. Anything else you say is wrong. Jalen Ramsey. Defen- defensive MVP him this year. Love him. Defensive MVP this year. And he, he should have probably won it in other years. Hate him or love him. He's a dog. He's going to clamp up your favorite receiver. That's what he said. He goes. I mean, <laughs> I've been a fan of him since since he was a rookie. Yep. Everybody hated him. I'm the Jaguars, I, man. I think he backs up his trash talk. And I, I hate when guys don't back up their trash talk, but he does every time. And if he gets burnt, like DeAndre Hopkins has had really good games against him, and he admits yeah. it. He, th- he admits that D-Hop's the best receiver in the game. Yep. He clamps up Stephon Diggs. Clamps up Devontae Adams, clamps up all these guys. He's number one, hands down. My we talked two. about how good the Colts wide receivers were yesterday, even though they, they're young. Man, he won, he won that game for them. He won that game for them. But go I ahead and do your two, three, four, five. They were playing a lot of zone, though, yesterday. But my two. There's only one answer for two. I know you want me to say Denzel Ward. No, I'm not. No, not not Denzel Ward. He's up there, but I don't think so. Not not Number in the first two, two games. Since we're including safeties, don't call me overhyped. No, I don't know what you're trying to signal. Thirty-two. Derwin James. Derwin James. He's up there. Three-three. Derwin James is out here. He makes plays. You can put him in a linebacker. You can put him in a safety. Put him in a mm-hmm. cornerback. He's another Florida State product. Mm-hmm. Those Florida State DBs are built different. <laughs> uh, number DBU. three. Number three for me, probably Marlon Humphrey's a baller. Marlon yeah. Humphrey's a baller. Uh, he is. If he was healthy, I would probably say Stephon Gilmore. But mm-hmm. Marlon, I, I'm putting Marlon Humphrey at four and Jair Alexander at three. Okay. And – my five would probably be Tyron Matthew. Okay. Two That's picks. Good. Two, two picks, picks. Just two pick sixes. Just yeah. And that's yeah. my five. So my number one, we have the same number one, Jalen Ramsey. He's <laughs> going to be defensive player of the year. Um, number five, Jalen Ramsey. Number five. Yeah, um, not number twenty. Not number twenty. Number five. Now, my number two is Tyron Matthew. He wowed me over any other safety, defensive back, corner, whatever you want to call it, um, from week one and week two. Number three, um, I think I'll go Derwin James. Um, yeah. He's done good. And he's then disruptive. we've been talking a lot about Stefan Diggs, but he has a brother. Yep, I know where you're going. Say his name. Come on, say his name. I don't know which one you're going with. From the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't know his first name. I just know he's number seven on the Cowboys. Okay, so he, so far, has played lights out. He's gotten burned a couple times. That's okay. That's why I have him at four. If if you're a defensive back, you're going to get burned at some point, Okay. But he has had multiple plays versus some of the top five quarterbacks in the National Football League. Okay. 
And he literally has got up there and swatted down a couple balls that have just been game savers and game changers. And the number five, I'm going to go with, um, oh, gosh, who's that kid from the Chargers? Um, not Xavier Jones. Xavier Howard, maybe. Oh, it plays on the Dolphins? Yeah. Xavier Howard, yeah. Yeah, he, he's good, man. Um, yeah. He did his best versus Diggs, and that's really why Diggs only had 60 yards. Um, but how about the – how about the young fella from, from Tampa? Two pick sixes in one game yesterday. I think his last name was maybe Edwards or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I Tampa's, saw that. Got, Tampa's got first string talent, three strings yeah. deep in their defense over there. Dude, you know who I forgot to add to my top five QB list and I just thought of? Who? Our boy Herbie. Her, nah, he's not top five yet. He's going to be. He will be. Give him, give him three years. He will yeah. be. There's yes, sir. Duke around. Well, and we also – you added – did I add Derek Carr? I think I added Derek Carr, right? You did. You had him at like three. Okay. So I thought so. Well, those are our top five, y'all. Um, and, I mean, that, that, that can change. We might have to do another one in the middle or the end of the season. Um, end of the year, we'll do our top five, five position. Yeah. So, now I brought up Derek Carr for a reason. And after they beat the Steelers yesterday, I texted Lenny. I said, I think we got to have just a short segment right before we end the podcast. Do we have the ring chasing Raiders? Go ahead. Call them ring chasers. Let me hear it. Because a ring ring chaser, by definition, is is somebody probably by means somebody that's going to go out there and sign like top name free agents like Golden State or New York Yankees in baseball. Okay. But the Raiders I'm just asking it I'm as not in calling like, them ring do chasers. Have, do they have a chance? I'm calling them contenders. I'm okay. calling them contenders because okay. this level of leadership from Derek Carr is something that we've seen since his rookie so year, but yeah. he just hasn't pieced it together yet. Yeah. And I think Gruden is he's finally starting to settle in and get mm-hmm. comfortable with Gruden as his coach because It'd be hard to have Gruden in your ear during a game because, I mean, he yeah. is probably one of the most brilliant football minds that we've ever seen, ever. Ever. And for Derek Carr to be able to understand that lingo and to get what Gruden wants, and Gruden's getting everything that he wants out of Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I mean, Derek Carr just looks unreal. That deep ball to Henry Ruggs, I mean. Yeah. I think Henry Ruggs can also be a, a top five at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Anything yeah. else you want to add? I mean, their defense, Jonathan Abram at safety is another guy that could be considered yeah. a top five defensive back. Yeah. Mad Max Crosby down there on the D line. I mean, that, that guy yeah, is insane. They've him. got they've got a West Virginia product, Nick Kwiatkowski in at linebacker. Yep. Four four. Yep. Yep. Uh they've got a couple rookie guys on their defensive side. Um oh, you're really good. Morig, Morig, a really good defensive back, rookie defensive back. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I mean, they've got it together. Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake at running back, two really, Josh really Jason, good running Josh backs. Josh Jacobs is out, though. He's not playing. Yeah. They're both Alabama products, though. 
Yeah. Both Bama running backs. Darren yep. Waller at tight end, who's going to get probably nine to ten receptions a game. Yep. Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro, though. Let's talk about Hunter, Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Yep. He he's had um about 40 to 50 yards receiving in the um, first couple games. That'll get you double digit fantasy points. Um, he's a great slot receiver. He, he is a great too. slot receiver. And I think he is the guy that is going to go out and get you wins, sneaky wins. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for him and his 50 yards of receiving yesterday, I don't think they win. He's a guy that's going to get open and then – Yeah. And yeah. The okay. biggest thing that he does is he he picks up first downs. He's, he's that guy that's not going to burn you deep. He's not no. going to get up and moss you in the red zone. He's going to no. pick up little 10-yard chunk plays for first downs. Same thing he did at Clemson. Caught the game-winning touchdown to win the national championship. Yep. Yeah. Here's my take on this. Here's my take on this. As of right now, two games in, okay, they're ring chasers for me. I think they can – I think – I think They're real contenders. Saying, contenders, ring chasers, whatever. But you know what I'm saying. I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you stats. I get what you're saying. Derek Carr yesterday – through for 382 yards versus the Steelers defense, who everybody week one was saying, oh, Josh Allen could do anything versus the Steelers defense. They're back, and they're the real deal. And then you got Derek Carr just heaving them over top. Derek Carr is heaving them over top, 382 yards and only two touchdowns. Henry Ruggs, five receptions. He caught the ball five times for 113 yards and one touchdown. Darren Waller had Darren Waller had 65. Hunter Renfro had 57 uh, yards. I think this offense is a slept-on electric offense. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that they have a real team coached by Gruden who is ready, willing, and able to, to win games. I think – and the, the, the one reason that I honestly think that they're a contender – is because they already went through the adversity test. If a team can't get past the adversity test, they're not going far. That's why yeah. I'm 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 really nervous about the Browns this year. I, I put on a face. I'm like Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. But when adversity or crap hits the fan, they crumble. I hope they get another test sometime this season, and they can face the adversity against the big oh, team. They will. They'll get a lot done. of tests. But I, I think that this Raiders team, they, they already faced that adversity test. I think that they're ready and, and willing and able to um, get, get this, this team rolling for contingency in the AFC. I don't think they'll win the AFC. Uh, I really I don't. I would love to see a Mahomes and Derek Carr matchup. I mean, I think that not, game would. Not me. I don't mean, I want to see the Browns. <laughs> Well, I'm just talking like any time throughout the season, and I'm pretty sure they play at one point or another. But yeah, I mean, we're talking about probably eighty some combined points if we see that game happen. Have to be, have to be, unless one defense steps up. Yeah. Oh, the one person you forgot on defense that I think is the leader on that defensive unit, and it, it really just brings the whole entire defense together and makes them play well. KJ Wright. He was a, yeah. one of the CR. main pieces of that 
Legion of Boom team. He was there. He's learned. He's been in the league now for a while. He only had two total tackles yesterday, but he had one very important tackle for a TFL tackle tackle for loss. And yeah, I no. think that – yeah, TFLs, baby. Gotta have him. Gotta have him. And um, he was the main person to, uh, to really get this defensive unit together. I think that was a smart pick um, to go out there and kind of get a main leader that you can trust um, to take care of that Raiders defense. So, I mean, that's, that's what I got on, on that little segment of ring chasing Raiders. Other than that, man, um, tonight I just want to give a quick prediction for Lions and Packers. Uh, Packers um, are going to show up. They're going to show up. There's no yeah. way they don't. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't, then I think it just – it doesn't come down to his talent level. I think yeah. it comes down to him just being disinterested yeah. and putting money before the sport. And, and that's not cool. And, and if yeah, I'm, a, if I'm a coach, if I'm a GM, I don't want that person on my team. Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah. it's kind of funny how when Rodgers came into the league, you mm-hmm. had Brett Favre get really upset about it. And yeah. now Rodgers is doing the same thing. And you'd yeah. think that he would try to look at it from the perspective of the case that he was in. And does mm-hmm. Jordan Love have the talent to take over Aaron Rodgers' spot? No, absolutely not. Rodgers has that spot until he's 45, just like Tom Brady. If he wants. Tom Brady, yeah. But it's, it's Rodgers. I think he's – It's funny how history ego. repeats itself. He's got a bigger ego than Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. It is funny, though, how yeah. same things happening to Rodgers. Same things. He yep. just looks like he could care less yep. to be out there. But my my thing is is I think Rodgers and Aaron Jones show up this week. They both had bad one game one games. Um, but I think this game is close. I think it's a lot closer than what people are expecting and thinking. I yep. think that the Lions show up. Man, they came back on the 49ers after the 49ers had a huge lead. The I think Lions Jared might have they might have the second best running back duo in the league besides the Browns. Yep. DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams. They're both threats in the receiving game. They're both tough enough to break off decent runs. I mean. Swift is questionable, and I don't know if he's playing tonight. Um, Probably will. But I think that because this is such a big game and they lost already at home, um, I think that this, this culture that the Lions have right now um, you bring in a Super Bowl um, contending exactly. quarterback and Jared People Goff. People forget. Um, People forget and, that he was good. And I, and I think that – I mean, it's going to be close. I have the Packers winning, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I yeah. think it's going to be close. I think TJ Hawkinson is going to score two touchdowns. I think the final score is going to be really close. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to go 30 – five-ish to 29, um, couple touchdowns in between, kind of get it, couple stops that either defense is going to make. Um, but, yeah, Packers Packers bring it out. Yeah, I'd say Packers. I'd, I'd go Packers 31, Lions 21, 31-21. And okay, I think game. the Lions – the Lions haven't had a good defense in years. No. I mean, it's been years. They lost Jeff Okuda. I mean, he hasn't played well in the NFL, but you never know. I mean, guys, 
it's it's almost a mental thing with some guys, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. I love the old school like just brand of football from like the Bears, Packers, Lions, like yeah. the guys that you always see on Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yep. Oh, I love it. Yeah, man. I, I think that- the Lions kind of have that grit in their defense. Um, I think they have the potential to be a good defense. They showed sparks versus the 49ers. When the game got close, they made a couple stops that really put them back in the game. Um, but ultimately, their defense didn't get it done when it was in regular playing time. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it, it's a lot different when you're coming back in the game and the 49ers defense is tired. They showed that they could stand up when they were tired. But I don't know. I mean, that's all I got for today. Uh, this was fun. I've got, a, uh, I've got a question for you. Okay. It's a hypothetical. All right. Okay. If okay. if Taylor Heineke like just gives out, all right. Okay. If he doesn't keep up the level of play, rumors are swirling. Cam Newton to Washington. How you feeling? Didn't I didn't I tell y'all that last week? Yep. Didn't I say didn't I say hey? Didn't I say hey Cam Newton knows Ron Rivera, took him to a Super Bowl, gave him an MVP. Why not? Why not us? Why not oh, Washington? Man? Hey, you Why need you take that sign down. That's racist. The Redskins sign. That's what you need to take that down. Yeah, I need to do some some redecorating. <laughs> I have a kidding. lot of a lot of shirts and stuff that. I'm just kidding, man. Washington shirts, but yeah. I I like that. I don't. I think Taylor Heineke is like playing him. his butt off. Here's, I like Cam Newton too. Funny. Here's something funny. Okay. I did. When Madden 22 came out, the first thing I did was a fantasy draft in Madden franchise mode with Washington, and I forgot to draft a quarterback, so it automatically put Cam Newton in after I simulated the end of the draft. Yeah. And he broke he broke passing records. Would that happen in real life? Absolutely not. Could Cam come into, into Washington and ball out? Very possible. Mm-hmm. Very possible because Washington has the weapons. You know it. Yep. Terry McCormick nasty. Antonio yep. Gibson's nasty. Curtis Samuel's still hurt, but when he comes back, nasty. Logan Thomas. Nasty. You know Logan Thomas. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones made a nice grab. Corner of the end zone, Santonio Holmes style. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I like it. I don't I don't think that they should keep it out of their head. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure Ron Rivera is thinking about it. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. As soon as he, he got released, I mean, he already had Fitzmagic, so he's probably like, not now. But then Fitzmagic gets hurt. Anything that happens to Taylor Heineke, one hundred percent. Hey Cameron. Hey Cameron. Wanna hey come, Cameron. Want to come ball out for Washington? Cameron, can you come outside and play? <laughs> All right, man. Well, that was a good one. Hopefully, I'll see you on uh. Maybe Wednesday, Thursday. Maybe we can do something about college football. Maybe we can just keep it a Monday thing. Up to you, man. We'll see. Anything you want to say? Uh, Thanks for for watching slash listening. We're going to try to start getting uh, these episodes out on YouTube more often. Uh, We're we're doing Zoom calls and recording them, putting them on YouTube, still uploading the audio. So check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor app wherever you want, YouTube, whatever is most convenient for you. Yeah. But having fun with it. 
I don't care if I've we get that. three viewers. I don't care if we get 10 viewers. Yeah. Hopefully we can get 100 yeah. viewers. Maybe build off of that. We'll see. I don't Come know. on now. It's All right, bro. But it is. We'll get it All right, done. man. Thanks for letting me on here again. Hopefully we can get back here and do it again soon. I'll see you, man. Sure. See ya.